You're listening to WBCALP 102.9 FM, Boston, Boston's community radio station. Hello, hello, you're listening to Never Give Up, where giving up is not an option. I'm your host, Rochelle Jones. It is great to be back uh, this Sunday uh, evening. Um, I'm just excited about what God is doing. Uh, I've heard from a few uh, listeners, and um, they are yet encouraged by by the show. And so we want to continue to be able to um, be used of God, to be able to encourage, to uplift, and to uh, strengthen. Um, I'm excited about this song that's been in my spirit. I'm a soldier in the army of the Lord. I'm a soldier in the army. Yes, we are soldiers in the army of the Lord. And uh, we've got to fight. We got to hold up the bloodstained banner. We've got to, you know, uh, take ground. He said the kingdom, you know, suffered violence, but the violent take it by force. And so, um, you know, soldiers listen to their captain. They have strategies, you know. um, And so we want to make sure that we are listening to the strategies of the Holy Spirit. Amen. And that we are reading our word to be strengthened. And we're utilizing our weapon, which is the sword, which is the word of God. Well, 2 Corinthians 10, 3 and 5 says, For though we live in the world, we do not wage war as the world does. The weapons we fight with are not the weapons of the world. On the contrary, they have divine power to demolish strongholds. We demolish arguments and every pretension that sets itself up against the knowledge of God. Excuse me. And we take captive every thought to make it obedient to Christ. We don't fight like the world does, right? How do we fight? Well, in this particular example, it's saying, hey, we've got to pull down those strongholds, right? We have to um, demolish, cancel out every um, thought, every argument that comes to exalt itself against the knowledge of God. We've got to, you know, cast down those imaginations, cast down those that negativity and cast down those impossibilities. Amen. You know, God could put one thing on your heart like, wow, um, I want to I want to see more deliverance, um, more souls being one. And then we take that information and provide strategy on how to do that. What's the best practice to do that? What's my part? And should I team up with others, amen, that have similar gifts and interests? So we know that uh, we have to take captive every thought, right, to make it obedient to Christ. We want to walk in that that obedience that God has given us, amen. Um, We do have a choice, right? We have a choice to continue or we have a choice to stop and to uh, listen and to walk in that direction that God is leading. Well, Peter 5, 8, 9 
<clears throat> says it this way. Be self-controlled and alert. Your enemy, the devil, prowls around like a roaring lion looking for someone to devour. Resist him, standing firm in the faith. <laughs> that's such a great example. <laughs> it's like that's the enemy is just uh, really, you know, prowling around. I like that word, lurking, <clears throat> trying to see whom he can devour. You know, we ever look at a, a movie and a, it's a herd is running because a lion is, uh, you know, wanting supper. I mean, normally he goes for the youngest and the weakest so that he can devour them. Amen. And we, we, you know, we don't want you to be devoured. Amen. So you know, that's why he says you got to be alert. You have to, you know, be be alert. He's letting you know that the enemy is seeking to devour who he may. He would like to devour you, you know. And then we like uh, the scripture in Isaiah 54, uh, 17, like no weapon that is formed against you will prosper. And every tongue that accuses you in judgment, you will condemn. This is the heritage of the servants of the Lord. And their vindication is from me, declares the Lord. So listen, <clears throat> the enemy, he's going to try to uh, use uh, weapons, you know, against you. And, and they will form. But the Lord says they will not prosper. And, and sometimes you have to remind the atmosphere. Like, remember, I'm, last week we kind of talked about um, when the winds and the waves were, you know, blowing how Jesus spoke to the winds and the waves and said, you know, peace, be still. And that we sometimes have to speak to those same things that are trying to form against us. You cannot prosper. You can form, but you cannot prosper. You cannot overtake me. No weapon that is formed against me will be able to overtake me and prosper. Amen. Shut doors. Hallelujah. And so we, we, we're reminded um, of that. He's, the enemy's going to try to accuse you, right? The, the Bible tells us he's the accuser of the brethren. He's always trying to condemn. He's always trying to bring condemnation, always trying to put a damper on things, always trying to get you in your head and not in your word get you in your feelings and in your emotions that are unstable and not on the word. We focus on the word. We focus on the word and we walk in the word. We obey the word of God. We stand upon the word of God. We declare and decree the word of God. We hide the word in our hearts. Hallelujah. The word is sharper than any two-edged sword. The word, hallelujah, is a lamp unto our feet and a light unto our path. It's directional. It lights up paths. It lets us know, hey, we're moving in the right direction. It gives us that assurance that we need. He said, listen, your vindication is from me, declares the Lord. Hallelujah. That's a heritage that we have. Hallelujah. And then, of course, we know um, Ephesians 6. I'll read that again, just in your hearing. And I'm believing God that as, as you hear these words, you know, it's, 
strengthening you for the battle. We are the soldiers in the army of the Lord. What soldier, Paul told Timothy, entangles himself with the cares of this world, right? And we got to fight this this home battle, this job battle. (laughs) Amen. He said, put on the full armor of God so that you can take your stand against the schemes, against the devil's schemes. For our struggle is not against flesh and blood, but against the rulers, against the authorities, against the powers of the dark world, and against the spiritual forces of evil in the heavenly realms. Therefore, put on the full armor of God so that when the day of evil comes, and we already know that he's prowling around, seeking to devour who he may, and he comes that you may be able to stand your ground. And after you have done everything to stand, then stand firm with the belt of truth buckled around your waist, with the breastplate of righteousness in place, and with your feet fitted with the readiness that comes from the gospel of peace. In addition to all this, Take up the shield of faith with which you can extinguish all the flaming arrows of the evil one. Take the helmet of salvation and the sword of the spirit, which is the word of God. That's so powerful. It is such a daily practice that we should have, right? Because this enemy keeps coming. He's, he's prowling around. He's, he's looking for ways to get into your house, your head, your heart, your armor. Amen. I mean, he's relentless. He doesn't give up. Hallelujah. But we have some tools. We have some weapons. We have some defenses that we can use. First, he said, amen. Put, you got to stand your ground. When you've done all he said that you know to do, he said, guess what? Still stand, but this time stand firm and make sure you're armed up. Make sure you have all the necessary armor that's going to help protect you and to keep you standing up. (laughs) Wow. And you definitely want to have your shield, right? And he doesn't just call it a shield, but he said the shield of faith. I tell you, that faith will be able to extinguish all of the flaming arrows that the enemy is sending your way. And those arrows can be thoughts coming to annihilate your vision, your destiny, your dreams, your hopes, your future. You can't do that. Who do you think you are? You know, just bombarding your headspace with all negativity and impossibilities. Hallelujah. But you got your helmet on. Hallelujah. Protect that head. Protect that mind. You've got, man, you're held up around your waist with the belt of truth. And that breastplate of righteousness is in place. And your feet will be fitted with readiness. So that's definitely, definitely exciting. 
Listen, we are more than conquerors through him who loved us. We're more than conquerors. It's God, you know, Corinthians 15, 57. But thanks be to God who gives us the victory through our Lord Jesus Christ. We don't want victory any other way, but through our Lord Jesus Christ, that we would give him the glory and the praise. Listen, <clears throat> we know that it's not going to be by our power and it's not going to be by our, our, our might. But it's by God's spirit, says the Lord of hosts. If I'm going to win, it's going to be because of the spirit of God in me. It's going to be because I tag teamed him and invited him in the ring with me. Hallelujah. It's so bad now. We, we, we have so many deceptive, manipulative, jealous people out there, and they come in all kind of looks and presentations, titles. But the ultimate strategy is to take you off your game and off your course. So we have to be alert. We have to be attentive. We have to be armed up. Amen. We want to be, right? God, but he's going to be faithful. And he's going to strengthen you and he's going to protect you from this evil one. That's the promise in 2 Thessalonians 3 and 3. The Lord is faithful. And he will strengthen you and protect you from the evil one. Ha! Thank you. Stand on it. God, I thank you. I thank you. You're so faithful. I don't have to be convinced. I, I know that you're faithful. The sun comes up by day and the moon by night. But what really captures it for me is that that ocean doesn't go beyond the sand to do the damage that we know an ocean can do. It's God controlling all that volume of water, depths of water. Keeps it from coming past the shoreline, overtaking our environment. It's God who does that. He's so faithful. He said that he will strengthen you. Thank you, Lord, for strengthening me. Thank you, Lord, for protecting me from the evil one. And then you didn't stop there, but you gave us authority and power to tread on serpents and scorpions and over all the power of the enemy. And you told us, Lord, that nothing can harm us. We run to Luke 10, 19, and we say, thank you, God, for giving us that authority to tread upon the serpents and the scorpions and over all the power of the enemy. And you said that nothing shall hurt us. We know that the thief comes only but to kill and to steal and destroy. But you came that we would have life and have it more abundantly. 
Thank you for giving us that abundant life that we need. Hallelujah. What about the the power to be able to bind and to loose? Right? That's what Matthew 18, 18 and 19 says. This is, I'm telling you that whatever you bind on earth will be bound in heaven. And whatever you loose on earth will be loosed in heaven. Again, truly, I tell you that if two of you on earth agree about anything that you ask for, it'll be done for them by my Father in heaven. Oh, that just reminds me, I don't have to do it by myself. I can find somebody to be in agreement with me. I get it that by myself, I can put a thousand to flight, but if I get somebody else, two will put 10,000 to flight. Are you fighting alone? Find somebody, one person, and say, okay, you got some problems. I have some problems. We're going to join forces. This is a spiritual battle. The battle is not yours. It's the Lord's, and he can only tell us and show us how to fight it, that we would have victory in this battle. But we have to be attentive, and we have to hear his voice. We have to be obedient, and we have to listen to what God is saying to us in this season, in this hour, in this moment. It's God who's going to cause our enemies who rise against us to be defeated before us. And they shall come out against you one way and flee before you seven ways. They won't even know what hit them. They're trying to come at you and the Lord will disperse them in seven different ways. That means they're running. Hallelujah. And he told us that. God said, look, I have told you these things so that in me you may have peace. In this world you will have trouble. But he said, take heart, for I have overcome the world. You're going to have some trouble, but get excited. Because he's overcome the world. I don't know where you're located. Hallelujah. But God is trying to tell us something to you today. He's trying to remind us of where the power that we have when we connect with him. You are not alone. He said, I, I'm not going to leave you or forsake you. I don't run from battles. They run from me. Hallelujah. You don't have to get weary in well-doing. You don't have to be afraid. Blessed be the Lord, my strength, which teacheth my hands to war and my fingers to fight. Psalms 144 and 1. Lord, I'm looking at my hands right now. 
teach my hands to war and my fingers to fight. I am in a battle that doesn't belong to me. But I'm like a chess piece on a board. Move me that I may defeat my opponent, my enemy. That when they come to me one way, they'll flee seven other ways. Because without you, Lord, I can do nothing. That I need you, hallelujah. There's no temptation that has overtaken you except what is common to mankind. He, he's faithful. He will not let you be tempted beyond what you can bear. But when you are tempted, he will also provide a way out so that you can endure. Are you feeling that you are unable to endure this test that you're in, what you're going through right now? You may say, I can't take it. I can't endure it any longer, Lord. My back's against the wall and I don't know what to do. Then you remember this. He's not going to put on you more than you can bear. And that your solution is somewhere Right there. Because he said, I will provide a way out so that you can endure it. The enemy's going to say, you can't tell you're about to explode. Oh, he'll get you so depressed that you may not want to live on the earth anymore. But he said, no, no, no. I, I'm going to give you a way to endure it. I'm going to give you a way to stand in this storm. Woo! And then when you get your foot in, I'm going to remind you that you can speak to the winds and the waves and they'll obey you. Open your mouth and speak. Don't overcome evil with evil, but we overcome evil with good. It is good that I was afflicted, David said, because now I know your statutes. It was good that I was afflicted because now I know how to stand. Isn't that what he was saying in James? One, count it all joy, my brothers, when you meet trials of various kinds, for you know that the Testing of your faith produces steadfastness. The testing of your faith produces you to be able to be steadfast and unmovable. And let steadfastness have its full effect, that you may be perfect and complete, lacking in nothing. Oh, my gosh. That you mean to tell me that when I'm being tested, that... That testing is going to, it, 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 what, what, what is, it, it's going to embark my faith. And it's going to produce something. It's going to produce steadfastness, strength, the ability to stand. And then when it has it, then when steadfastness has its full effect, that 
you may be perfect and complete. You will lack nothing. But if you still think you're lacking, he said, any of you who lacks wisdom, let him ask God, who gives it so generously to all without reproach. We can ask God. We can ask him for the truth because the truth is what's going to set us free. The truth is going to set us free. And you're going to be able to rise up. You're going to be able <clears throat> to have a testimony. You're going to be able to say, Fight the good fight of faith. I fought a good fight. And the gates of hell will not be able to prevail against you. Right? They won't be able to, to penetrate that strength that God has given And then, ooh, he polishes it up with, you know what? Those who wait upon the Lord, he shall renew their strength. And they shall mount up with wings like eagles. And they'll run and not be weary. And they shall walk and not faint. The time for fainting is over. The time for running away is over. It's time to stand. It's, it's time to face your giant, that Goliath. The Bible says that David ran towards Goliath at his most fearful moment. He ran towards the enemy because he knew who was on his side. He knew that God was with him the same way he was with him when he was a shepherd protecting his sheep from the lions and the bear. He said, truly, you protected me from the lion and the bear. You'll, you'll protect me from this uncircumcised Philistine. I leave you nothing today. Let it be that God has got you. He's got your back. He's going to protect you. He's going to give you, he's giving you everything that you need. See him in it. The battle is not yours. It's the Lord's. I thank you that you've been listening to Never Give Up, where giving up is not an option. I'm your host, Rochelle Jones. Have a blessed week. <laughs>